0: Our sermon today is the school of faith. The scripture reading is from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 17, uh, and it it reads, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and uh, the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance perseverance the rest marked out for us let us fix our uh, fix our eyes on jesus the author and the perfecter of our faith who for the joy set before him endured the cross scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of god consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart in your struggle against sin you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood and you have forgotten that word of encouragement uh, that word of encouragement that addresses you as sons my son do not make light of the lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you because the lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes everyone he accepts as a son and you are hardship as discipline. Uh, God is treating you as sons. For what son, for what son is not disciplined by his father? If you have not disciplined, if you are not disciplined, and everyone God discipline, then you are Ill- illegitimate child and not true son. Moreover. We have all had human fathers who discipline us and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the father of our spirits and, and, and live? Our fathers disciplined us from a little while as, the, as they, they thought best. But God disciplined us for our good that we may share in his holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time but painful later on however it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it therefore strengthen your feeble arms weak and weakness make level paths uh, path for your feet so that the lamb may not be disabled but rather healed make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy without holiness no one will see the lord so to it that no one misses the grace of god and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many so that no one is sexually immoral or is godless like Esau, for uh, who for a single meal sold his inheritance right as the oldest son? Afterwards, as you know, when he wanted to inherit his blessing, he was rejected. He could bring about no change of mind, though he sought the blessing with tears. Uh, let us pray for the servant of God, our Reverend Kasimu, as he brings the word of God to us. We thank you, our God and our Father, for an opportunity to listen to you speak to us this morning. We sit at your feet and we are ready, Jehovah God. We thank you for your servant, Reverend Kasimu, as he brings your word to us today, Lord. Would you use him because you have put your word in him. May we receive it with clear clarity, Jehovah God, and may he bring it with boldness. Let your Holy Spirit move in this service as he brings your word to us. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Good morning, church. Uh, those who are here and those who are at home i just want to open here so that you can see my face and i'll return my mask we are living in very difficult times and we have agreed that we will we will be using masks even as we lead and as we preach so that you can feel safe especially now that we have people in the sanctuary in the past we did not have to do that because we were just alone but now We want to keep you safe. However, we have actually fumigated the church, the the sanctuary, um, and that fumigation should last about 24 minimum, 24 hours. So we should be very okay. However, we must keep each other safe by wearing a mask so that we do not uh, contaminate the air further. So please allow me to just lift the nose a little bit so that I can preach as i minister to you this morning thank you so much for finding your time to come this coming sunday it will be even better we are preparing a family service model and we will be sending a clip that we've already taken to demonstrate what we will be doing. We'll be, you'll be able to come and park with your family. And next to your car, there will be a small table and a seat so that you can actually sit with your family and worship. And there will be a few other small tables in between and others in here so that you can all feel safe as you worship the Lord. So let us discuss the Academy of Faith or the school of faith we've just read verses 1 to 17 but this morning i choose that we can concentrate uh, on 5 at up to 15 those 10 verses have you ever suffered for so long that you feel like quitting probably you have or even now probably you are going through a very hard episode of suffering But today's sermon addresses the doctrine of sanctification and the problem of unending suffering. There is need to differentiate between the two, the guilt of sin and also the power of sin. There is man, because man actually seems to struggle with the sting of sin. Guilt seems to be the environment through which Satan sends us to his prison and to his very powerful sting and chains. A guilty person is believed to be very susceptible to his manipulation, the manipulation of Satan, and it leads to despair. While the blood of Jesus on the cross dealt with the guilt of man's sin, which actually is removed immediately, the blood of Jesus Christ removes the guilt of man immediately, so we have the principle of immediacy. Man continues to experience defeat due to a firm sting and the power of sin man has capacity to be evil by the way man has capacity to be evil psychology tells us that um, man struggles to keep a balance between multiple persons within yourselves they say that you are in, inside me abednego there is abednego the parent abednego the adult and abednego the child and i am struggling To balance between when do I act like a parent, when do I act like an adult, when do I act like a boy? There is a boy inside me who is very evil, who is very cheeky, who is very mysterious. There is a girl inside you, there is a smaller girl and a bigger girl, and there is a mother inside you. Man is very evil. There is that boy inside me who tells me to put on a very short, uh, very short uh, T-shirt so that I can also show my muscles. But you realize that sometimes some of us don't have what it takes to show off. But there is also that small girl inside you That wants to actually put on a very micro mini A skirt But it is not the skirt that is the, the small girl inside you is telling you It is actually the school, the school dress That you used to wear And you are not aware This is what psychology says But also biblical study of sinfulness of sin Shows that man is very evil Man is always struggling with the power of sin Not necessarily the guilt of sin But the power of sin So while the blood of Jesus Christ dealt with the guilt of sin, and that guilt has been taken away because of the washing of the blood of Jesus, there is also the problem of continuous struggle with sin. So the first one, the cleansing, is called justification, that the blood has already taken away the guilt and you are no longer a slave to sin, but you are a child of God. Immediately, you have stood judiciary. You are standing in the place of a son of God. But you continue to struggle with sin. And therefore, the other thing that is necessary is sanctification. So that you are cleansed. So that you are prepared. So I am looking at... Um, I am looking at... Uh, The writer of Hebrews in this chapter, who continues with the topic of fighting discouragement and seems to tell one thing When you go through trials, do not panic. Rejoice. It is only a laundry room of the most loving Father in heaven. And once you are cleansed by the blood, come here to the ironing room. Be thou strengthened, be thou ironed, be thou straightened, and be thou prepared. This laundry room is necessary that the Lord Jesus Christ has two tools. First, he has the blood. He has the soap, the high soap, in the blood of Jesus Christ, which cleanses us. Instantly, we come to him, and he gives us a new title, children of the Father. But he also invites us to another laundry room, another area of the laundry room called the ironing bay, where he irons us because you need to wash your clothes, but you also need them ironed so that you can be prepared for the wedding ceremony of the Lord Jesus Christ. When my wife was preparing herself for the wedding, I remember hiring a few people so that they can scrub our face, but I realized that they were over scrubbing. I went at 2 o'clock in the morning. You can can imagine how serious. 2 o'clock, I drove from Nairobi to Machacos, where she was being beautified. And I realized that these guys are actually destroying the face of my beloved. They are scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing. And I drove back to Nairobi to go and prepare myself. But in the morning, when I saw after the scrubbing, I said it was worth it, the scrubbing. And when she looked at the photo, we never asked for that photo. When, when they looked, she looked at the photo later, she said, it was worth the pain. Now the bride is being prepared. Although the bride has been washed by the blood, the, the, bride, the bride needs to be ironed and cleansed and straightened so that you are presentable before the, the, the bride. So this laundry room, in the mind of the writer of Hebrews, So to put it easier so that we get it, he seems to have gone through trials and temptations and and suffering, and he has some lessons. So he first has the lesson of patience, he has the lesson of prayer, and he has the lesson of peace. So three Ps here, the lesson of patience, the lesson of prayer, and the lesson of peace. In the lesson of patience, which he looks like a school, like an academy of school, where you have the principal called Jesus Christ. He we hear that, and he have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto us as children. My son despise not the how the chastening of the Lord. No offend when you are rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and searcheth every son whom he received. There is the noble reason, therefore, my friends, for patience that suffering while on one hand comes from people viewed in another way comes from god and it is also chastening chastening uh, suffering and trial has very many names it is called suffering it is called trial it is called chastening it is also called discipline it is actually straightening it is actually preparation it is actually pruning So we will use these things, these words interchangeably. So it is actually chastening, although it comes through the hands of men. People who torture you, people who take you through trials, people who actually chuck you out of office, people who close your businesses, people who take away their promise and they break their promises, people who break your heart, although it comes from men, looked another way, it is allowed by God. And it is coming so that he can chasten you. We are to accept it at his hands, regarding it as a token of love for sons. This is a son's business. This, And if you are not able to receive chastening, then the Bible says that you could be called a bastard. You are not a son of God. This is a business. This is an academy for the sons. This is a token of sonship. There is also the danger of forsaking and despising the voice of God during sufferings. We are asked not to despise the the, the chastisement. Paying too much attention, my friends, can lead to focusing on the pain and probably praying against it in fasting. How many times, my friends, have I prayed against discipline? And I have, in the past, just like you, Prayed that this goes away and of prayer and fasting and mobilizing prayer so that this problem goes away today tomorrow before you graduate if you take it too seriously you are likely you are likely to actually pray against it sometimes in fasting but similarly paying too little attention may lead you to focus on your self-ability to overcome and therefore you think that this will go and you stop praying so that is the lesson of patience you need to know this is the business of the sons and not the business of the bastards or nonsense as the bible calls it whatever you are going through whatever corona has brought to your life whatever old age has brought to your life whatever heel hell has brought whatever fate has brought whatever your marriage has brought Learn the lesson in this school of academy, the lesson of patience. And be able to sing the song through it all. I have learned to trust in Jesus. And through it all, I have learned to depend upon his word. Maybe now you cannot sing that song, but don't worry. Don't worry. It is a school. You are probably in the kindergarten. Very soon you will graduate to the primary session. You are going to the secondary. There will be treasury. Don't worry, a song will come. Through all this, after you have graduated, you will get to a point, you say, through it all, I have learned the lesson of patience. Number two, we have the lesson of prayer. Verses 11 to 13. No chastisement for the present seems to be joyous, but grievous. So God has designed A painful chastisement. That is first number one under that lesson. God has designed so or painful chastisement. Our carnal eyes exaggerate the image of suffering and sometimes dividing its purposes away. We seem, because the Bible says, this they seem to be. In our appearance, they seem to be, yet they are not. Our carnal eye exaggerates the image of this suffering sometimes we tend to see the present pain and miss its effect of tomorrow we see we 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 think the pain is for today but it is not for today this is a school this is an academy the pain is coming today but the effect is not necessarily for today it is for tomorrow The pain of being isolated and sent to the field when the other guys are eating meat at home. David did not know what he was being prepared for. Everybody else had fun. Everybody else was being respected. But he is a shepherd boy in the forest. He did not know that the Lord was preparing him to know how to look after Israel. It is not about today. It is about tomorrow. The lovely academy, the principal design trials, to be not too joyous. We must feel it and be ironed by it. Therefore, the the the, the suffering, the trials are not coming so that they are fun. They are not coming, he's not playing. It is not a joke. Do not expect trials to be so easy. He has designed so, or painful chastisement so that we feel it and be ironed by it. This morning, I tried my iron box. When it was low, I spent all my time until I increased the pressure so that this shirt can feel the pain and be ironed so that I don't look disorganized as I stand before the people of God. The designer, the principle, Jesus Christ, did not design it to be too grievous though and unbearable because he walks with us. These pains aren't for the present day, as we have said. They are actually... For tomorrow, they are for the wedding feast of the Lamb of God. So there is therefore need, there is need for us to know this and to understand what it is for. Number two, under the lesson of prayer, God has anticipated fruit of righteousness. When Jesus prayed for us, he anticipated us to be a fruit, not to be barren. Suffering tames us, it squeezes self-effort, and it brings forbearance. It leads us to a place where we depend upon God. The balance or the effect of suffering is therefore righteousness. We're looking like Christ as we come out of the ironing room. That although you have been washed, you go to the ironing room. When you, go, when you come out of the ironing room, you need to show one fruit, righteousness. Just like Christ went through shame, he went through despisement. But when he came out, although he was naked, although everybody has seen his body, but he came out upright, we shall all go through problems. We shall all go through trials and temptations and sufferings. But the problem is, what shall be your fruit? Shall it be a fruit of righteousness? Will you come out of all this righteous? Abraham came out of it righteous. He waited for years. He was called a barren. He was without a child for many years, but he came out and he was counted to be righteous. Job went through trials. He lost everything, but he came out righteous. Jesus suffered it all and he came out righteous. There are many other women who have gone through marital problems. Some of them have come out righteous. Others have not come out righteous. There are many people who have been harassed and molested. There are very many politicians who have been who betrayed. And they have been washed away. They have been trashed. And they are feeling like committing suicide. But you son of the living God. Son of God. Child of God. Will you come out with one fruit called the fruit of Righteousness. Looking like Christ as you come out of the ironing room. Seasons will bring flowers, of course, and finally, a fruit of righteousness. Calm, of course, comes after a storm, and a day comes after a night. God has prepared favored sons. The principal has a gym to train his trusted and promising and favored sons. He chastens those he loves, and he would love to see them ready upon his return. Because God expects courage. Be strong, the writer says. Be strong, hold farmer, by the hand of faith and knees of prayer. The time of trial is faith's kitchen. Did you hear that? The time of trial, the time of suffering is actually faith's kitchen to feed on and grow. Somebody, an old man said, When God tests me, I always turn round to test him. When God tests me, I turn round to do what? To test him. Because the hill of trial is the place of prayer. And the tough places are actually God's challenge of prayer. During pains, our hands may hang down. That's what the Bible is saying. Our hanging, our our hands which are down. And our knees may become feeble. They become weak. Feeble is weak. During pains. Why? Because... We need faith to declare things which are not. Faith to declare things which are not so they can become. But we also need courage, which is our knees, to shout victory before walls fall like the walls of Jericho. You remember the way it was organized, the army. It was people, other people who were all this, but they shouted before the wall and the wall fell. They don't have to wait for the wall to fall. They have to shout by faith, taking courage, My brothers and sisters, there are so many things we are waiting upon God. We are trusting God. There are so many things we are waiting, but we are fearing. What if we declare before they happen? There are so many times we have prayed for you. There are so many times you have prayed for people, and you are feeling that God is healing, but you don't want to declare what if that doesn't happen. We need faith, which are hands, and we need courage, which are knees, or prayer. To shout victory knees become feeble as sorrow strikes in a suffering heart but faith can bring courage and take away our fear to stand in our darkest hour therefore strengthen your weakening courage continue in the prayer of the declarations without fear a great student in the school or the academy of faith and we are ending with the lesson of peace which is found in verse 14 and 15 and we We'll stop there. Discouragement and pain may bind us from valuing relationships and holiness. Sometimes it leads you to seclusion and tears. But bring your feeble knees and your hanging hands to God's strength. And set things right in life. There is a secret in walking right with people. Every time you see peace, it means people. Every time you see holiness, it means God. So you need these two things. You need relationships with people. You need a relationship with God. Now, for people to be in relationship with you, peace is required. For you to remain in a relationship with God, holiness is required. And therefore, a good student, an A student, a first-class student in the school of faith will have these two things valuing peace and valuing holiness you can imagine a brother who walks in total peace with people and who walks in total holiness with god that's a very successful student so don't fall short of the grace of god this is what i hear here and a very important thing here do not fall short of the grace of god the grace of god is moving past these hills of trials even as you suffer as the tears fall down your cheek, the grace of God has not stopped. The grace of God continues to move. It is like a smoke moving beyond the hills, the hills of trials and pains and tears. The grace of God is still moving. Therefore, don't slip down to the entrapment of roots of bitterness of self. Bitterness is dangerous, it seeks revenge. And self-protection. This is the biggest problem. When we are suffering, bitterness seems to come around. It becomes a very easy friend in our lives. You are bitter with the people who seem to have been used to, to bring suffering at trial. But then what happens? You seek revenge. You concentrate on yourself. You start fighting back. Sometimes you want to fight yourself. Sometimes you want to fight those who have been used to bring trials. But this is very dangerous. Bitterness suspends the grace of grace and moves to self. Bitterness suspends the work of grace. Because grace, you leave it all to the one who is able. But when you are bitter, you suspend the work of grace and you move to self. Falling short of grace means, therefore, Failing to keep up with the flow of grace. Please, when you are suffering, please, when you are going through trial, do not fall away from the grace of God. The flow of grace makes you to count it joy when you are chastened. Don't be distracted, my beloved. Keep on track in the grace of God. In conclusion, these hills of trials not here to finish you child of God they are semesters in the Lord's Academy of Faith each semester will soon give a break and allow another semester to come but we are growing slowly from the kindergarten to the primary section to the secondary and higher levels of belief in the love of God and his expectations for a fruit of holiness I pray that you may hang on, singing songs of hope, knowing that Christ does all things in and for love. I pray that we may get to a point where we say, thank you. Thank you, Principal Jesus. Thank you even for the Academy of Faith. Because and I will hang on on prayer, knowing very well it will not be forever. One day, I shall sing bidding by to the sweet hour of prayer. I will hang on on prayer and call it a sweet hour of prayer. It is not a teary hour of prayer when I am going through suffering. Personally, I have seen it. Personally, I have gone through suffering. Personally, some people have caused tears deliberately and when they realize that I'm not crying enough, they even add more blows so that I can cry more. Sometimes in the church, sometimes in other places, and I am not alone. During those moments, I do not cry that it's a teary hour of prayer. I say it is a sweet hour of prayer. Before I invite the music to join me, um, the music team in uh, singing, "I Have a Maker." Let me just let me just uh, sing that last. Uh, a, a, a part of the chorus for that song Sweet Hour of Prayer In my Immortal Flesh I'll sing To see The everlasting prize, And shall While passing Through the air Farewell Farewell Sweet Hour of Prayer I will not have to toil in prayer for long in kindergarten a break will come and I will be promoted to primary school and I will be given a certificate of completion but that will not be it even after that another season of trial will come even when you are not married the grace of God is enough and after we are married the grace of God will be required and after that a short break the children will come. And after that, jobs and problems of money will come. But after that, even old age and illnesses will come. Yes, but we know that the principal is writing certificates and he knows our name. He has signed so many certificates. He knows my name. He formed my heart. Before even time began, my life was in his hand. Music team. And as they sing, I could ask you to just stand up and engage in a moment of prayer. maker i have a maker. i know that you are my maker you formed my heart even before the time began my life was on your hands was in your hands i know that jesus when you went on the cross my life was on your mind and whatever i go through you, principal you will never leave me nor forsake me in fact i want to thank you principal for the school and the Academy of Faith. And I pray the Lord, you hold our hands, Lord, and bring us to that level where we say that we have learned the lesson of patience. Dear Lord, I pray for the grace to get a level for the, my dear listener. The Lord, we can say, I've learned the lesson of patience. Father, may you give us the grace to persevere and to wait upon you even as you graduate to the next level. Lord, may you give us wisdom and sensitivity of the Holy Spirit that we know when you're working in us And we know when the devil is just fighting us, but we also know what you are doing through this. Because whatever the devil planned for evil, Lord, you turn it for good. I know that when the devil planned to to take away my job, Lord, you have a plan to take me to a better one. I know, Lord, when this happens, dear Lord, that I have to stop. You have a greater plan for me to move to the next level. Dear Lord, may you give us the strength and the grace we need to learn this lesson of patience lord may you give us the grace to learn the lesson of prayer that dear lord we can actually declare and we can actually shout victory before the walls fall that dear lord you encourage us to be courageous enough to make declarations and to strengthen our hanging hands strengthen lord our feeble knees we got to a place where we don't know what to do lord Father, strengthen our feeble knees so that we can continue the lesson of prayer. Father, I pray that you may strengthen our hanging hands, Lord, so that we are able to trust you more and to sing that through it all I have learned to to trust upon Jesus. Through it all, through the sufferings and trials, I have learned to depend upon your word. Lord, teach us to remain at peace. Take away the spirit of root of bitterness, Lord. And that spirit that has made a home in our hearts. In the name of Jesus Christ, I come against it. In the name of Jesus Christ, I come against it. I command it to cease from its maneuver. I command it in the name of Jesus Christ to lose its power. So that, Lord, you may have your way in us. So that you cause us to be peaceable. So that, Father, we can forgive and not carry burdens in our lives. Those who have hurt us before, those that have been used as instruments, they were only pieces of chalk because you were in charge, Lord, because you are my principal. And therefore, Father, continue to strengthen us to forgive and forget and to move forward, to live in peace with people and to come to your holiness we now come to you to your laundry house for the cleansing of the blood of Jesus but also for the ironing of our hearts have your way because you know our name in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior amen if you plan please don't fear forever Um, uh, get some little courage But uh, us here, we are also being very careful for you to make sure that you are as safe as possible, those that can manage to come. But those that may wish to remain at home, we encourage you to continue to follow us there. And may the Lord bless you. Please stand up wherever you are and raise your hand before the Lord even as we begin in this prophetic prayer for you as we end. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord's face shine before you. May his mercy and grace be yours this week. May the Lord encourage you in your journey this week. Even today, as you as you, as you you go about your businesses, may the Lord's favor shine before you. Seriously, may the Lord watch over you on Monday. May um, uh, no weapon fashion against you prosper, even on Tuesday. May the Lord's favor shine before you. May you be called a favored son. May the Lord strengthen your feeble knees on Wednesday to continue in prayer. May May the Lord uh, hearken unto you and also show your face on Thursday. May your hands remain standing. May your faith continue firm, whatever the situation. I don't know what will come against you on Friday. May, May the Lord protect you. May he snatch you from the snares of the enemy. May he keep you safe on Saturday. May the Lord be your portion, even on Sunday, to be able to renew right with us again. We love you and so does the lord even more because you are his child and you are his beloved it is well through these hills the grace of god continues to abound in you the grace of god the peace of god may he whisper sweet peace to your situations peace of god in your situation peace of god in your prayer life peace of god in your struggles and in your search peace of god in your perseverance in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit Amen. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. The Lord loves you. The grace of God is enough for you. It is a school of faith. It is well. In Jesus' name.